Hello friends and welcome. This is episode 5 of Journey Into Fandom, a podcast where I have guests on to discuss what fandoms and communities they're part of, what their experience has been, what the memes are, and how toxic or wholesome it is. I'm your host, Kara Salon, and today on the show we have Justin and Hallie from the Quiz and Hers podcast on to talk about the trivia community. They talked about how they got into quizzing and trivia, which game shows they enjoy, and the overall wholesomeness of the fandom, unless you're caught cheating. Now, without any further ado, please join me on this journey into fandom. and welcome to another episode of Journey into Fandom. My name is Karis and today on the show we have Justin and Hallie Landy of the Quiz and Hers podcast. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hi. So I did listen to your 101 episode. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes. And I I was really pleased because I knew two of the answers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I knew Alicia Keys and I guessed darts. I was like, it's got to be that, right? Yeah. It was either going to be, it was either going to be darts or like snooker. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty chuffed because I'm terrible at like general knowledge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So this is going to be so exciting. This is going to be a really fun episode. Um, so you guys do your podcast, and it's all to do with trivia, so that's fun. Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about it, about how you started it and things like that, maybe? Uh, yeah, sure. So we started it when Hallie turned to me one day and said, we should do a podcast. But it wasn't just, we should do a pod- any podcast. I had this random yeah. idea that, you know, we should do a trivia podcast where we quiz each other. And so, I don't know, it just came out of nowhere, and... I guess I thought of the name too. You which, did, which is Quiz and Hers, and then great. you kind of ran with it. Yeah, I was like, "This would be fun, whatever." And you were like, "Let's do it." Yep. <laughs> well, I'm always, you know, I always like to have a project to work on. So yeah, so fun. Um, yeah. So this show on this show, we we talk about about fandoms and like communities. So I I know nothing about like. The trivia fandom. I didn't even really know that was a thing. Like, I mean, I've been to, like, a couple pub quizzes in my life and been horrible at them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so this is so interesting. So I want to know, like, everything. So, like, how how did you guys get into learning trivia and, I guess, doing your show as an extension of that? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing this kind of thing for as long as I can remember. Um, you know, when I was a kid in school, the only thing I was ever any good at was school. school. Like <laughs> I couldn't play right. sports. I had no athletic aptitude and that hasn't changed. Um, you know, I played an instrument in the school band, but I was never very good at it. I was super socially awkward. The only thing I was good at was like learning stuff. And so I liked learning stuff. So I've been doing this like 
this type of thing for as long as I can remember. So you did like official trivia quiz bowl, they called it in yep. high school. Yep, I was on my high school's trivia team. Um, and we, right. you know, we traveled around and competed against other schools. That was fun. Um, I wanted to, but it interfered with tennis because right. I, I did have some other things besides school going on. Yeah, not me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, you've always been into Jeopardy and all yep. that. And I know you want to go on Jeopardy someday. One day, yes. Um, so, I mean, that's how I got into it. And then you've always sort of been into this stuff as well. Probably not as much as me until we met, but. Yeah, but I always thought it was fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I I always think it's fascinating, like, meeting people that just know so much about just random things i'm like i would never even think to like research this thing so like that's a that's a great question it's like how do you learn so much random stuff like is it just a case of you watch the news or whatever and you're like remember certain factors like this is interesting to me i'm gonna go and read about this for a day like i'm just so interested i mean i think even before we started the podcast you were always just reading about stuff that you heard about yeah, I mean, I would just fall down Wikipedia holes constantly, and now I'm doing it with something of a purpose for researching for the podcast. But like, you know, I would just I would just read up on stuff that I thought was weird and interesting. Um, you also learn a lot just by doing trivia, like watching game shows and stuff. You know, there's certain things that just come up a lot that you end up learning without really even meaning to. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it's not always like knowing a lot about a subject or details. Sometimes it's just knowing these certain facts that come up a lot, which I know yeah. seems kind of lame because it's like you're not actually know knowing a lot about it. You just know this one fact about right. it and that's all you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Like I know absolutely nothing about, you know, uh, John Adams, except that he was the second president of the United States. And that's all you need to know to be able to fake your way through a trivia question about him. So like, it's not about knowing all that much, actually. It's about knowing a little bit, the right little bit about almost everything. That's kind of what it comes down to. Interesting. And I think it's yeah. also based on like our specific interests. Like I'm definitely more interested in like movies and pop culture and musicals and that stuff so i definitely know more details about it whereas you know more details about history and i yeah. just try to know what i have to know because i'm not a history person right yeah interesting yeah and like i think sometimes like because i because the few very few times that i've been to like a pub <laughs> quiz like i remember one of the questions was um obviously everybody in the u.s would know this but i'm we're, we're in the uk so yeah. right uh it, it was like how old do you have to be to be the president and i was like i'm pretty sure it's 35 and then everyone else was like no i think it's 40 and i was like no i've got a feeling it's 35 <laughs> but like everybody went with the majority answer and i was like if i'd have been like insistent about it right and been like no i know this for sure like we would have got it right so i don't think all americans know that Honestly. No, I don't think most Americans could pass a basic civics class, no, honestly. But, I uh, so. <laughs> I mean, you, you've, you've seen the news, so. Um, right. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, like, th that's sort of what I'm talking about. Like, that's something that any trivia person would know that you have to be 35 to be president. But, like, I really couldn't tell you anything about why that was the number that they picked when they yeah. drafted the Constitution. I don't know any of the history behind that. I have no idea. It would be interesting to read up on, but there's just so much. Yeah, right, exactly. That's so. why for the pod for our podcast, we try to do like a little bit of research and give like a summary yeah. of the topic so that we can know a little bit more, but it's you can only go so deep into it. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
it was really interesting to to listen to actually to like hear some of the background of like the different questions that you asked and you know i i really enjoyed the one where you were talking about like the tallest building and how like there's different ways to measure that and i guess i'd never really thought about that i mean just like oh the tallest building is the tallest building it's like yeah but how do you quantify that right so that's interesting yeah i really enjoyed doing the research for that one although it, the upshot mm-hmm. is it doesn't matter how you measure it right now because it's burj khalifa <laughs> no matter what because it's just so much bigger than anything else in the world but yeah right but it used to matter before they <laughs> built that building yeah well this is great and i've learned so much so now if someone asks me what's the tallest building i will know the answer <laughs> so thank you for- <laughs> you're welcome that's the that's the whole idea of the podcast have exactly to go to more pub trivia now. yeah definitely i will yes <laughs> and if that if that comes up like yeah, and I think it's so weird because I went to a pub quiz actually um, at the start of the year. One of the questions was to do with what was like the the one song that came out, or no, it was like the the single was called Dynamite, and what was the band like that released it, and it had however many like millions uh, of like plays in twenty four hours. And so I was thinking about this, and I was like. Well, it can't be any Western group. Because <laughs> yeah, right, it, yeah. it, it, it just can't be. So right. I was like, it's got to be BTS, right? Um, and it was. Mm-hmm. And I've never listened to BTS in my life. No, me Just by, like, process of, like, deduction. Yes. And the fact that it's got to be an international band with a huge following um, throughout the West and also in, like, Asia. Yeah. And I just was like, well, that, that's an educated guess. And it was right. And I was like, oh. And I felt so smart. Um, <laughs> so that's very, so, yeah. I mean, that's very good logic. And I think the best trivia questions let you do that. They give you a way to try to puzzle it out. Not all of them are that good, but I think the best ones are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great question. Um yeah. Yeah, so, like, how do you come up with, like, the trivia questions when you're thinking about that for your show? Uh, um, I mean, I guess <laughs> I basically do my I basically do mine the same way. Every, okay. I have, like, a similar way of constructing questions. All right, how do you do it? Because I do it I a like. few different ways. Like, I try to do, like, the main part that connects to the... Because we do, like, one overall theme, so it obviously has to mm. connect back to the theme. So I think of the way that it connects to the theme and then I think of another way in, like another good fact that's like not too easy, not too hard that I can tie in about the person. I think if we weren't well, not tied always to, a person, but sorry, it to the answer. You do you do too many questions <laughs> about people. People are a lot. People are important. <laughs> but um what was I saying? Yeah. You, you try to find a I second way in, yeah. If we weren't tied to this one theme, everything having to connect to a theme, our questions could be more nuanced, but it kind of holds us back a little bit well and i think also having the theme like it forces us to narrow in on things right yes. like we can't just be freewheeling and asking questions about literally right. anything in the world no, i'm not it, saying it's, sort it, of, it's a bad thing but it does affect the question no right? it absolutely does yeah so i mean i have like a running list of stuff that i want to get around to asking and talking about on the podcast and so i sometimes mm. will start there i'll just say okay like let me try to find a link between two or three of these things and then build out the game from there. Um, yeah, I agree with Hallie that like, I think the the best questions are the ones that give you multiple ways of getting at the answer, but that are not like too easy about it. Like, you right. know, you can sort of come at it in a couple of different directions and certainly not all of the questions we write end up being like that, but I think the best ones are. Yeah. yeah. There's a thing awesome. in the fandom called Yekioid, which yes. is an a- 
an acronym for you either know it or you don't, which is the worst type of question we think because you either know it or you don't. The best type of question is you can somehow figure it out. Right. And even if you don't figure it out, if you can look back at the question and see how you could have, it's a good question. But yeah, the, yeah. the yekioid questions, we, none of us like those, the ones where it's just like, you got to either have this piece of knowledge in your brain or not. Those are not interesting. Yeah. So, oh, that's interesting. So like, so that thing about Yekoid. Yeah. Is that universally a bad thing in the fandom or like do people universally not enjoy those kinds of questions or is that just you guys personally don't like those? I think it's pretty universal. I agree. Uh, I, you know, we see like, so we're, we're in addition to the podcast, we also compete in like an online trivia league that we play in. And there's like, you know, Facebook groups around it that people discuss the questions after the games are over. And there's an awful lot of complaining about yekioid questions when they come up. So, yeah, I think it's I think that's pretty universally considered to be like kind of the laziest way you can write a question. Right. And I think for like an easy topic, it's not that big a deal if most people know it. But if it's like, you know, most people don't know it, then it's, you know, you should give people another way to figure it out. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So in terms of of the fandom. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of how you interact uh, personally, like with the fandom, and then we can move on to like the discourse kind of stuff? Yeah, it's mostly mostly online. Um, you know, we we do go to pub trivia. Well, we've not so much lately because the pandemic is destroying everything. But um, yeah, but pre-pandemic, we went to pub trivia a lot. Um, and you know, we would we play with our friends, and we went to uh. It's not really like conventions or anything, but we did go to like a sort of I'm not really sure how you describe it. It was just a really big yeah. trivia event, I guess. We we were asked to join a team um by someone who who listens to the podcast who's putting a team together for this like there must have been twenty or twenty-five teams of yeah. eight people competing. Um and Oh wow. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Um so that was That's a lot awesome. of fun. Um yeah, that but, was probably yeah. the biggest thing we did. Yeah, but mostly it's just, it's online. You know, people who play in online leagues with each other or, you know, just our fans, they just kind of, ta you know, talk about questions and, you know, there's there's a big, uh, like, Jeopardy community on Twitter that, you know, everybody dissects every question from Jeopardy on Twitter. There's a lot of that, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's like it's awesome to hear that there are these kind of events that that people just go and and do quizzing. Like that's awesome. I've like never really like met people that are into that, so that's so fun. Yeah, I mean, apart from local people that will just go to pop quizzes, but yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He, there's like that's, a huge one called what is it called Geek Bowl? That's like a national thing yeah. in the U.S., but yeah. we haven't gotten to go. But maybe someday. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a huge convention. It's held in like Las Vegas, I think. Right. I thought Usually. Chicago. Oh, is it Chicago? I don't know. Maybe different places. Maybe it moves around. But yeah, we've we've never gone to that, but we'd like to at some point. Um, we just got to, you know, we got to find a time we can do it. So yeah, absolutely. All right. So in terms of the fandom discourse, so you, you mentioned this topic. You were like, oh, we need to talk about this. The controversy to do with the new host of Jeopardy. I haven't read about this at all. So would you be able to explain the situation that's going on um, and anything else you want to chat about yeah. that's going on? Is, Je is Jeopardy not really 
watched by anyone. I don't there, think they have it. In there's the UK, no way right? to watch it. We right? talked to Rory about this once when I we were on his so. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen it in my life. I do know that people talk about it a lot. Yeah, on Twitter and things like that. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of aware of that, but I've never actually seen it. So... I don't even know what it said. Yeah. That... It's hard to imagine for me as an American because it is such an institution here. Like even people who don't watch it know what it is, and you know they they will say like, "Oh, you didn't answer in the form of a question." Like they'll make those dumb jokes about it all the time because like it's just so ubiquitous. But it's also yeah. extremely difficult to watch even here if you don't want to have cable or there's just no way to watch it unless you have cable and you watch it at that time or you can dvr it on your cable but it's not anywhere else. right it's you not it doesn't watch it's it. not on streaming anywhere which is really frustrating sometimes but because i would i would pay five dollars a month just to be able to watch every old episode of jeopardy i would do yeah. that forever but you can't so um it sucks it is does. it like can you get it on youtube at all or anything like probably that? some of the older ones i'm not sure yeah i don't know i'm ga- okay I should have done this as homework, but I've not had time. <laughs> I will. I will look this up afterwards. I'll just I'll try and yeah. see if I can track it down. Yeah. But yeah. So should we talk about Mike Richards though? Okay. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Do you want to tell him? Do you want to say what happened, or should I? Well, I think we should preface it by saying for people who don't watch Jeopardy yeah. that Alex Trebek was the host of Jeopardy for thirty-five years. Yep. Um, wow. But then he passed away from pancreatic cancers, and it was kind of sudden, even though everybody knew he was sick. They didn't really know that he was like that sick. I don't think well, he was. Right. I don't he think had, he really gave people much of a warning. He had that it was recorded right a block of episodes of the show like two weeks before he died. Like he right. was still working. That's he wild. was still. It's crazy. Um. So they. I, they that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. So sad. I mean, everybody's just still mourning that in the community. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so they. They had a series of like guest hosts because they didn't want to appoint a new host right away. Um, you know, partly because they needed time to find one and partly just out of respect for him. So, so they had a bunch of guest hosts who would host for like a week or two at a time. And in some cases, the guest hosts were just like, this is kind of cool. Like, I'll do this, you know, because I like Jeopardy and I liked Alex Trebek. For others, it was very clearly like they were auditioning for the permanent position. Um, right. But one of the first guest hosts, so the very first one was Ken Jennings, who you may be familiar with, the guy who has the holds the record for the most wins on Jeopardy. He won like 74 games in a row or something. It's insane. I um, feel like he's like wow. a trivia guy that yeah, he's, people would know. He's absolutely the face of like the right. trivia community right now. Um, cool. So he hosted it for, I think, six weeks. Um because he was sort of the contingency plan. If if anything did happen to Alex, he was the one they were going to have step in and guest host. So they knew that was going to happen. But then they had like a two-week gap in between Ken hosting and when the first of the official like celebrity guest hosts. Or host, that's what they said. Well, that's, we what, don't that's what they say. Know. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so the person who hosted in those two weeks was Mike Richards, who is the executive producer of the show. And... The way he spun it at the time was, I don't want this job. I don't want to replace Alex Trebek, but the show must go on. And as the executive producer, I'm going to step up and do this. Like he literally said that at the beginning of the episode. Right. Okay. So then we fast forward to, I guess, a couple weeks ago now. Yeah, this happened. This all happened around December. Yeah, Yeah, this was late last year. Um, Okay. 
So now we fast forward to just a couple weeks ago. We've, we've run had this, through a lot of guest we've hosts. We've had some good, some bad. Yeah. So we've had, you know, probably 20 guest hosts at this point. Mike Richards is announced as the new permanent host of Jeopardy. Right. With Mayim Bialik, who you may know from like Big Bang Theory and Blossom. Okay. She Yeah, yeah. She got the job of doing like the tournaments and the what did they call it? The Not prime time. He does syndicated, right. she does prime. So time. he's gonna do like the daily edition and she's gonna host like special episodes essentially okay so this is the announcement made there is an immediate uproar on trivia twitter because the the optics of it are he basically hired himself right he's the okay he's the executive producer and i'm sure you know Mm -hmm. there were lots of other people involved in the hiring process but ultimately it's his show and he's running it and he just put himself behind the podium that alex trebek was behind for 35 years so people immediately are angry about this. And and yeah, by I mean, people, I mean me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hate this. Um, no one was happy. No one was happy about this. And here's the thing, too. He wasn't that, like, he was a pretty decent guest host. Like, he did a pretty good job running the show. I didn't mind him during those two weeks. But the fact that he basically hired himself just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least if he'd been open about it in the beginning and said... You know, I'm interested in this job and right. I'm, I'm doing it. Probably it would have been less upsetting than pretending right. that they were auditioning these other people, but well, he didn't want it, it anyway. It was weird. And it raises so many questions about like, you know, what was the process here behind the scenes? Like he's right. the executive producer. He's the one deciding which episodes from each guest host to give to focus groups. Right. So like he's he's running the process. It just casts such a shadow over this whole search for the new host like you know was the fix in from the very beginning did any of this even mean anything or was he always gonna right. hire himself like we don't know yeah so then this you isn't even tell the, the crazy you want to tell the next thing to happen because you've you've read a bit more about this than i have so this is so how many days after do you know the exact number it so was less was, than a week so it was less than a week so less I think than, okay roughly i would say it was days i don't know Later, they all of a sudden there's an announcement that he's stepping down as the host of Jeopardy because of some sexist and racist comments that he made actually mainly on a podcast. So there was a previous Jeopardy contestant named Claire. It's either McNear or McNair, um, who she's a journalist and she had written a book called Answers in the Form of Questions, a Definitive History and Insider's Guide to Jeopardy. So she was known for that. But then mm-hmm. she came out with this article on The Ringer, which I don't know much about. I guess it's just a website. I don't it's know. Yeah, it's like Vox or whatever. It's one of those. Yeah, so she released this article on The Ringer that basically called him out for the, like, she did all the research and found, like, all the stuff that he did that was not cool. And so she called him out and they immediately canceled. He stepped down, yeah. <laughs> so He's canceled. Yeah, so basically, so he basically canceled for stuff he said back in like 2013 and 2014. And I read some okay. of the comments; they're not great. Um, I, I'll be honest; like, you know, I've said some stuff 10 years ago that I wouldn't want to be judged for today. So, like, I'm right, you know. And they argue that Ken Jennings didn't get the job because of what, like one tweet that he made. Well, it's more than one, but oh, um, so a few tweets that he his, made over 10 years ago. So yes. it's like almost you have it puts it into perspective that like almost all of these people probably have at one point said or some something some skeleton in which their is closet. kind of yeah. crazy to think about it is so yeah like you know i'm not 
I'm not thrilled that the reason he stepped down was because of something he did eight years ago. But on the other hand, and like, it's not like he was using racial slurs or anything. I mean, like I said, the comments are not great. I'm not going to repeat them here, but it wasn't like, you know, he wasn't spouting like white supremacist stuff or anything like that. Like it didn't, it didn't come close to that level. So, you know, I'm not super happy that that's what ended up happening with him. However, I am happy with the result, which is that now he's not going to be the host because I think that would have been just a terrible direction for the show to go that he, you know, it would have been so self-aggrandizing yeah. for him to be the host of the show that he's been the showrunner on. And so. Alex was always known for being so humble and yeah. I don't know, it just kind of ruins the whole image yes. of the show. So yeah. now Mayim Bialik is going to be guest hosting again for a couple of weeks while they figure it out. And I think a lot of people, including myself, are hoping they just keep her and be done with it because it's so know, it's she, kind of becoming exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> so she was not worrying, but yeah. you know, just like following all this news, it's it's like enough already. Yeah. So she was definitely one of the finalists. They said, as was Ken. Um, I'm hearing rumors that it might be Ken's job to lose now again, which that would I've be been fine. I've been saying from the beginning, he's the only person who should be taking over because he's like I said, he's the face of the trivia community right now and he was very good and i think he did a great job i think if mike richards truly had not wanted the job he would have given it to ken exactly i agree exactly and you know he he became close friends with alex trebek like he knew him personally and he narrated the audiobook of alex's memoirs like i think he's wow he's the clear choice in my mind although i i do think mayan bialik would be great she was very very good um but she does have a lot going on i mean she has she's like running her own sitcom now i think she's actually is she the producer i think so yeah and then she also has a pretty big podcast and like she just has a lot going on too so i don't know if she if she wants if she would have the if she would have the time in her schedule to do it but she would she would be great ken would be great um but yeah, there's going to be, it sounds like another series of guest hosts now until they, until they sort it out. And I guess maybe this time they'll vet uh, the person's old tweets and podcasts before they announce it. So hopefully, yeah. And I think it's such a huge thing, actually, is who is the host of the show? Because like in some ways, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's interchangeable. But I think like it's actually really integral because... I mean, I don't watch that many quiz shows, but I do actually when I'm at my nan's house because she watches a lot of daytime TV. Um, <laughs> and so I've got to know, uh, we have this thing in the UK called Tipping Point. Um, and I've heard of it. I don't know. I've never seen yeah, it, but I've heard of it. It's 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 like a weird like slot machine thing where you like you get like gold coins that come down like if you get a question right and then okay. it like, pushes, pushes the coins down and uh-huh. then like the, the more that you get, like the more like money you win or whatever. Okay. But anyway... The host of that is called Ben Shepard, and he is just so nice. Um, <laughs> he's great. He's like a gem. We love him. And then the host of um, the presenter on The Chase is Michael Bradley Walsh, and he's so nice as well. And I just feel like it wouldn't be the same without them. It absolutely so, wouldn't. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I understand that it's a big, big shoes to fill. Yes, it um, is. Yeah. And, you know, on, on it, Jeopardy. to my mind, it's not even just the personality. Like, obviously, that's definitely important, like you're saying. But there's also just a certain kind of, you know, rhythm that some of them have that others didn't among the guest hosts. You know, like some of the guest hosts of Jeopardy, they just ran the game really 
fluidly. It's and like others, a fast game. So you have yeah. to like keep the flow going. And sometimes it feels like it's not flowing right, which is it's right. And it's hard to put your finger on exactly what that means, but you can definitely feel it. Like when the, when the host is not running the game at the right pace with the right rhythm, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's cool. I, I do hope that they get the right person. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so crazy that no like this is just like in the US and you guys can't even watch. Yeah. I know it's really strange. Yeah. So that that'll have to be my homework. I'll have to look up Jeopardy and and find out what's going on and see if I can find an episode. Yeah. So I actually uh I actually have a frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome though. We'll have um, to try to find tipping point on YouTube. Yeah, I've never heard oh, of that. Oh, tipping fun, point though. is good. It is good. I mean, I think that tipping point is interesting to watch for for people like me who aren't super good at <laughs> trivia because the questions tend to be like pretty guessable mm-hmm. and like qu- quite I don't want to say easy but um yeah, like I think if I was on Tipping Point, I would do a much better job there than if I was on something like The Chase, which is really difficult. Yeah, um, yeah we we have a, we have The Chase here too. We have, there's an American version of it. Um, it's great. I love The Chase. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. So, what is your favorite um game show? Do you have one at all, or or do you? Ha- how many do you watch? Do you kind of watch all of them, or? Yeah, so we watch all the pretty much all the trivia ones. So the main ones here, Jeopardy is, I think, everyone's favorite in the U.S. But yeah. probably um, <laughs> just because again, yeah. it's such an institution. You know, it's been around; it's older than we are. So literally, like mm. you know, it's been on since before either of us were born. So yeah. it's it's just it's crazy. So yeah, so there's Jeopardy. Um, we watch the Chase. Uh, there's a new. There's a new one called College Bowl, which is like teams of students from different colleges competing in a okay. trivia tournament, which is quite universities. fun. Universities. Yeah, <laughs> colleges, universities. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That one's quite fun. Um, it's hosted by, you may not know this name, Peyton Manning, who's a former uh, American football quarterback, one of the greatest of all time. Um, awesome. So that's that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like since this whole thing with Alex Trebek passing away, like trivia has just become more popular all of a sudden it definitely has well because it's brought so much more attention to this kind of weird niche hobby that we have you know like like yeah you're right the you know the chase happened i guess it was in production before he died but it came out after he died um so and they have as the what do they call them chasers chasers like the three best jeopardy contestants like that's where they came from yeah yeah, the, th- the three greatest mm. contestants in the history of Jeopardy are the Chasers. And then we also have Mark the Beast. Oh, that's Lebet. interesting. Um, he, he's right. on it as well. Yeah. Um, who, he's, he's great. He's awesome. But um, um, yeah, so yeah, I think we we pretty much watch all the, the quiz type shows um, that we can mm. find. Do you find any of them like harder than others in terms of their the kinds of questions that they like like is there one that you're like oh i can always guarantee that they'll have good questions on there i think the difference with the chase is that a lot of their questions are what we were saying earlier yekioid like you either know it or you don't like sometimes they have a little bit of like you can logic them out and it's interesting to see the chasers seem to be better at figuring out how to logic them out and they'll explain how they figure it out which is so cool but for me it's definitely harder 
Yeah, I find yeah. the chase pretty hard. I particularly find the the chaser round yeah. hard and very echoid. Like, you know, the one where you have the three the multiple choices where and the chaser is yes. chasing you down the board. I find those They're to hard. be quite difficult, those questions. The cash builder and the final chase questions I don't find as difficult, but yeah, I find the chase around questions very hard. Um Yeah. But I guess it's because you have a one in three chance, so they can't make it too easy, right? Um, yeah, like who wants to be a millionaire? Right. Some of those questions are, you know, in the beginning, at least they're just like super easy. They get tough by the end, though. Right. Yeah. That's not on anymore, I don't think, is it? Well, it was running with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that's right. Here. They had that. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. But it hasn't it hasn't come back yet, I don't oh, think. Oh, and we also had The Weakest Link. Oh, yeah. They, brought, been a they brought back Weakest Link show. last year. That's yeah. right. I totally forgot oh. about that. Interesting. Yeah, we, we had that years ago. Yeah, Jane Lynch hosted doing the worst Ann Robinson impression you can imagine. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> but I still like that show. It's fun. You know, I like I like the format of that show. Boy, the people they get on there are not trivia types though. No. Like a lot of them are really terrible. That's the point. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I, I'm not a huge weakest link fan. I mean, I enjoy it, I'll watch it, but like I think it's much more it feels more like glitzy reality show than quiz show in a lot of ways like because it's just you get right. you get eight weird people in a room <laughs> and have them like you know go at each other's throats and make fun of each other and then there's also some trivia questions in there so i think it's fun it's different it's different yeah it's fun but eh, i don't know yeah interesting um yeah so is there any other like trivia fandom discourse that's going on right now and i mean you mentioned the fact that that trivia is becoming more popular as of recently. Like, would you say the wider fandom is reacting well to that, or is there sort of like gatekeeping going on at all? Or that's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the online trivia league that we're in recently had to put a cap on the number of people, but that's not because they're trying to prevent more people from getting in. It's just becoming too much for the you know, people in charge. Right. Person, right. I think it's one person. It's, really. it's literally run by one guy in Seattle. <laughs> so, yeah. So now there's oh, wow. like a wait list, but I'm assuming a lot more people are trying to get in now with, you know, Jeopardy and all that's going on. Yeah. So yeah, it was really small at first. And then when we got in it, since we got in, it's just been getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, we've, but been, I think we've people, been doing it for what, two, two and a half years now. That yeah. We've been playing so, in, in the like league. That. So yeah, it's gotten a lot bigger. Sorry, I cut you off. Continue. No, I was just going to say, I feel like people are very welcoming, except like when there is any hint of cheating, it's immediately like, no, you're done. You're out. Yes, right. it's it's a very welcoming community, but it's also a very unforgiving community. If you if you right. violate the spirit of of the game, then you are a pariah. There's no question about it. But yeah, yeah I mean, I think I've I've not really seen a lot of gatekeeping. Um, and probably part of that is because. You know, it's not the type of fandom where there are like certain content creators that are just sort of considered the, you know, the the leaders or the top of the fandom or whatever. Um, you know, because it is it is competitive, but it's also just kind of decentralized. You know, um, yeah, yes. So I don't I don't even think this- there's a lot of gatekeeping because there's not really anyone to be keeping the gates, I guess. Yeah, like even the guy who's in charge of this huge online trivia league, like he has no social media presence whatsoever, right? Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, um, I don't think he does. I think he completely stays away from it and he's just the man behind the scenes. And Right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I don't think there's anybody to do the gatekeeping, 
really. I mean, you know, we have our we have our trivia idols, the Ken Jenningses of the world, but like even he doesn't really he doesn't I would say he doesn't really steer the fandom at all. He's just kind of the the yeah. face of it, you know. I just feel like there's also like not a lot to argue about. Like, I don't know. My thought is like in another fandom you could be arguing about something whereas like trivia is like facts like that's the whole point of it so like right right it's the last bastion of actual facts mattering so, so. it's like yeah it's like old history and stuff like what is there to argue about in terms of like actual content whereas other fandoms the content probably people could have more opinions about it i guess because we're that's not a really good point we're not really here to have opinions we're just here to like learn that's a really yes. good point you know you can't get mad about well, I was going to say you can't get mad about casting, but actually we just talked about how you can. But that's a <laughs> that's a weird situation. No, normally, that's not the type of thing that would it's come It's like the up. most interesting thing that's happened in the fandom probably in a long time. Oh, so in years. Ever, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's no question about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that, that's fun to, to talk about because, you know, I think a lot of the other people I've spoken to, they'll be like, oh, yeah, like there's so much negativity and this, that, and the other, but... Trivia seems like a very wholesome community, and that's fun. Yeah, it is. Well, it definitely is. Yeah. We were, I mean, we were all the nerds getting picked on in high school, you know, and so I think, right. I, I think that spirit has kind of carried over that, like, you know, we try to, we try to be welcoming and we try not to, you know, be exclusionary. Um, actually, do you remember, Hallie, um, one of the, so during the off season of this trivia league we play in, um, like other players can create games for people to play and it's not like part of the official competition but yeah do you remember right. there was that the the mini league about american history was it american no it was the movies it was the 1970s movie one okay and people were throwing a fit because all the questions were basically about white men oh no i, didn't, um, I missed that. and people were like you, oh you didn't see this on the no. facebook oh yeah no it was it was bad and it's mostly facebook that people that people communicate on yeah, yeah. um so yeah they were like you know they pointed actually to the American history one as an example of how you can do it right. And you can, you know, be representational even in on a subject that is primarily about white men in the same way that seventies movies are. But yeah, it was, that has been a big thing I think in the fandom too. And we've been yes. like, you know, purposely and consciously trying to do that more in our podcast as well is representation. I guess that's everywhere. So it's yeah. definitely in trivia too. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's something I would never really think about. I suppose in trivia, it's like, well, I mean, you've got a whole a whole world of history to ask questions about, right? Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. And we're definitely, yeah. like, America-centric in our yes. questions, and I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> yes. And, you know, to a lesser extent, Eurocentric. And I think this is something that probably is not changing as fast as it should in the in the trivia world like when you get a history question nine times out of ten it's either american or european you know you very rarely get questions about african history or asian history you know occasionally but, but our online trivia league i think is pretty good yeah it's pretty I good agree. about encompassing literally mm. everything and yeah. i think other you know people like us who are writing questions are trying to do the same I, I think there's a movement to doing more of toward doing more of that right. um but you know the yeah, that's cool. The sort of the canonical history stuff is still very white. You know the stuff that just comes up all the time that everybody needs to know. It's it's very focused on European and American history, and I think that's that's something that is changing, but probably not as fast as it should. 
Yeah. And would you say that a factor of that would be that a lot of other cultures and histories from, you know, other places just aren't really, like, taught in school from a young age, and so people just don't know a lot about it in the first place? I think that is a lot of it, yeah. You know, if people if people aren't going to know it, if no one's going to know it, you don't want to ask about it, but then again, if you're not going to ask about it, nobody's going to bother to learn it. Right. You know, it's sort of a vicious mm, cycle. And that's that kind of how we, you know, base our studying or whatever you want to call it is based on the questions they ask on Jeopardy and other quiz shows. Yeah. So they need to start asking those questions so people start realizing that it's important, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And like I said, I think that is happening, just not very quickly. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I remember I always tell this story because it's so funny, but when I when I studied abroad in the U.S., um, <laughs> there's this girl that I met and she went, oh, you're from Scotland. And I was like, yeah. And then five minutes later, she went, wow, your English is really good. Oh my and God. I was Are like, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was dead. So like, I didn't first plus second. Oh I was God. like, well, how do I react to that? So I just kind of <laughs> laughed in her face. I was like, I don't know what you want me to say. It's like, what? <laughs> that's amazing. It's like, what do they teach? I don't know. <laughs> Scary. But I mean, oh yeah, my it's God. like, what? <laughs> Why would people know about my culture, I guess? You know, Scotland's been in political union with England for 400 years now. Like, yeah, like, come on. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. It was so funny. It was one of the funniest things that ever happened to me. I was like, I don't <laughs> even know what to say, girl. Like, who are Can you? I asked like, where you were. <laughs> oh, uh, I was studying in um, Maryland. Uh, oh, um, that's where Justin Yeah, I'm from, from Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I went to Salisbury University. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know where that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I grew up a little yeah. bit south of Baltimore. Very cool. Yeah. So that was wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's nuts. Oh, my God. Yeah. So weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever... Uh, have you guys made, like, friends in the in the trivia community, like, online? Or, like, from conventions or things like that at all? Um, there's a couple of people like on Twitter and stuff that, that I interact with regularly who I've never met in person. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, a little bit. I feel like it's also like brought out like closer friendships with people who we weren't as close with. Yes. Then this comes up and they want to be in our trivia league and then kind of like you bond over that. Yes. Over like being in this trivia league together. So I think that has come out of it too. Yeah, definitely. Well, like, so I didn't, I found out um, about a year ago that my boss is a big trivia fan as well. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, I invited him to join the the online league that we play in. And uh, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's much better than I am. There's no question about it. Um, but yeah, so I I think it's more that like it's something that you you find you have in common with people that you might not necessarily expect. And and you end up, you know, having this this thing to talk about and bond over. And you've become involved in the local high school trivia scene that's true um yeah so we have a a local tv show on like the it's just like a public access show um for local high school teams to compete against each other in trivia so like, like what you did in right the, the quiz bowl stuff that i did in high school um and i've actually mm -hmm. recently gotten involved with helping to write the questions and design the games for that which has been a oh, lot that's of fun. cool um yeah yeah it seems like every like every 
city in the United States has one of these shows um, that where all the local schools compete. And, uh, you know, whenever I move somewhere, I always try to find a local high school quiz show to watch because, um, you know, like I said, I did it in high school. So it's some, mm-hmm. some nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's fun. So I've been I've been working on, like, designing the games for the next season of that, which is really fun. That's awesome. I don't feel like we have an equivalent to that over mm-hmm. here. I mean, I don't remember ever there being, like, a high school trivia, you know, group or anything like that. I think that, um, I think it's just something that you kind of learn as an adult. It's, you know, through going to, like, pub quizzes and mm. stuff. Interesting. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Huh. As as far as I'm aware. I mean, I don't know if, like, maybe bigger schools across the UK have those. But, yeah, we... It's not something that we have, which is sad. I feel like that would be a fun thing for um, for kids that are maybe more like academically minded that don't want to do sports. That yeah, you know, yep, that would be mean, a fun fun thing to do. I mean, that's what it was for me in high school. You know, it was I made a lot of friends. You know, I'm not I'm not in touch with them anymore. Fifteen, twenty years later, whatever it is, but um, fifteen, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a way for me to meet other other kids who were not athletically inclined and who did lean more towards the academics and, you know, it gave us something to, to do and something to be proud of. And, you know, a way to kind of represent, represent the school in competitive contexts. So yeah, it was, it was really fun. I loved it. Yeah. I I think the U S goes out in that way, just more in general, like even in like high school sports and like college sports and stuff, like it's yeah. a big deal yes. in in select universities over here. Like, I mean, the university I went to, Sterling, is like apparently a really big sports school. But did I care? No. <laughs> did I go? Did I go to a single game ever? Like a football game or what have you? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just not a thing, really. Yeah, it's so big here. Yeah, high high school sports and college sports especially are, I mean, they they border on religion here for a lot yeah. of people. And we've talked about it on yes. the podcast, which I think is helpful for any international listeners who have no clue. Like, yes. I don't even know the, all the details of it. It's yeah. complicated. Well, and, you know, the big the big one here, of course, is American football, which you guys don't really yep. even have over in the UK. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean... You go to a, a collegiate football game at one of the big schools. I mean, there will be a hundred thousand people packed into the stadium. It's insane. So wild. We do not have such a thing over <laughs> here at all. I mean, yeah, I went to one American football game uh, and did not have a clue what was happening. I was kind of, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand these rules. And people kept trying to explain it to me, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it at all. So that was me maybe for I a should. long time. <laughs> When when Hallie and I first started dating now over 10 years ago, I said, you know, I'm a huge football fan. You're going to have to just live with that. You can either learn the game of football and watch with me or you can go do whatever whatever else you want. But Sundays during football season, that's what I'm going to be doing. And you but chose, I did learn it. You chose to learn the game. And, and now, now, I, now I love it. So. You are perhaps more fanatical about it than I am at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'm a little crazy yes. about it. We're big fans of the Baltimore Ravens. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I just think it's such a fun um, culture because uh, cause there's so many different teams. It's like over here, I couldn't 
I couldn't care less about local, you know, soccer football teams. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just <laughs> I like I care about England when they're doing okay. Right. But the thing is is like Scottish football fans like hate England with a passion. Like that makes sense. they're yeah. always they're always rooting for whoever England is playing. <laughs> Like every time, so I mean, my parents are from the south of England, so I feel like an affinity in that way. But mm-hmm. also, I just find the Scotland fans insufferable. So I like <laughs> England, but I feel like if I <laughs> probably if I lived in England, the opposite would be true, and I would be rooting for everywhere else. Fair enough. We have our share of insufferable fans. Oh like, my god, yes, a lot. <laughs> so mm. that would be a that would be a good episode of this podcast, like pro sports fandom. Yeah, that's such a good idea. I will have to. Add that to the list. If you ever need American football fans, we're ha- I'm happy to come back. <laughs> yeah, we could always come back yes! again and talk about American pro football. We could talk about the Ravens for hours. Absolutely. Let's go. All right. <laughs> are, are there insufferable trivia fans? Is that a thing that exists? I feel like on Twitter, no. Yeah, well, they're, they're, I mean, someone's always going to say Twitter, something. Twitter is such a cesspool of negativity no matter where you go. So There's this guy, James Holzauer, who is a amazing at jeopardy and i feel like he likes to stir up a little bit of drama but like nothing crazy but he's i mean it's he's mostly doing it. it's mostly in good fun but i feel yes. like he tries to get people stirred up a little but it's it's never it's never serious like no. you know he and ken jennings and brad rudder and like some of these other top trivia people they'll have like kind of goofy fake feuds on yeah. twitter on twitter which is always a lot of fun <laughs> right. but like you know they'll That's just kind fun. of insult each other but it's it's clearly in good fun like they oh, all yeah. know each other and they're all friends um they're insufferable trivia fans. I mean, yes, there are. There's not a lot of them, but you, if you, you know, fall on, if you fall down into Jeopardy Twitter far enough, you will find people, you know, just bitching about whatever, whatever. Yeah, right. Sorry, I'm not supposed to curse on this podcast, but whatever. Um, oh no, you're good. Um, it's fine. You'll you'll find people, you know, yelling about, oh, you know, this the the questions aren't as hard as they used to be, and they're you know pandering to you know normies who haven't spent their lives reading encyclopedias like you do see some of this but not a lot of it most people mostly when you get comments like that people are just like shut up yeah just just enjoy the game shut up so yeah i'd say it's much more it's much more positive than negative among trivia fans there's some of that negativity but not a lot that's awesome that's great it's so good like to have a community of people that are just like having fun learning things that's beautiful to me (laughs) that's great it's pretty great (laughs) yeah it is so in terms of like the culture of like trivia is there anything else you wanted to say about that i don't know um i'm trying to think i guess one thing that stands out to me that we haven't talked about yet is just like the kind of the wide breadth of opportunities to do this kind of thing like you know there and how different they are so you know like you said pub trivia is something that a lot of people do and pub trivia tends to feel very different than like yeah. a jeopardy type game show right pub trivia is often very mm. pop culture oriented you know you don't get as much history and science and that kind of stuff whereas then like the high school competitions tend to be very very academically oriented with only a handful of pop culture questions in any given game so I think there's like there's different spaces where people with different strengths can can find their niche and excel. Right. Like I think they had like a Jeopardy sports 
They show did have that for a, for a couple of years. Yeah. Where it was just sports trivia. So That's I don't right. know. I, I find that, that cool when people just know a ton about one topic, whereas in our community, most of us are trying to know a little bit less about every topic. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I think I think that's kind of a cool feature of of this whole community is that there there are spaces for people with different kinds of skills and different knowledge bases. Yeah, that's cool. I I don't think I would be any good at the sciencey questions. <laughs> <laughs> at all like pop culture is kind of more my speed but i consider myself still to be a young person but it's scary when you go to a pop quiz and they talk about like a music person that i've never heard of and i'm like who are they <laughs> like i don't <laughs> see i'm in my mid-30s that happens more every day <laughs> yes i mean i'm only 25 but i still feel that i'm like <laughs> Where are the killers? Like, where is my chemical romance? Like, yeah, this right. is music to me. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's like, who is Billie Eilish? I mean, I know who she right. is, but I couldn't name many of her Same. songs. No, me neither. I don't think I could even identify her. Like, I kind of know what she looks like, but but maybe she also just sort of looks like how Lord looks. So, like, they're both no, just well, kind um, of, they're just kind of, like, youngish white girls who can sing. Yes, like, but, like, the online trivia league were in, like, He's so good at covering everything that there was like a question about Olivia Rodrigo's song, you know, driver's license. Right, yeah. And we had no clue. I had but like, never heard of this now before. We, now we know. So it's it's cool yeah. because it, it, that trivia league really covers everything and reminds you that you have to know everything. Yes. Yeah. That's fascinating as well. Because um, I think that. I think that's the thing with, like, um, you know, the algorithm or whatever, like, on Twitter or, like, YouTube. Like, it only recommends the things that you are likely to watch or whatever in the first place. Right. So, like, I, I get into a sort of, like, I mean, my, my fandom is Kingdom Hearts. So, like, my Twitter is, like, pretty much exclusively Square Enix related. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, like, I don't know what's going on in, like, any other community most of the time. It's like, oh, did you hear about the big Sonic controversy? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> the great Sonic controversy of 2020. <laughs> oh, there's... Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a, a friend who's a big Sonic fan, and he's like, yeah, there's like a Sonic thing that happens every week. And I'm like, okay. Um, but it's like, you know, why would I know about that? Right. Um, yeah, because I, I cultivate my timeline a lot. So I guess like social media is probably not the best place to learn trivia things you probably need to look elsewhere yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and like you said a lot of it is about following the news because yeah. some tr some trivia is going to be more like current events oriented and a lot of it is just and the pop culture stuff too is also yes. following the news because you have Definitely. to know the latest albums that came out and all that exactly so. and then you know just just reading stuff and watching game shows that's basically what it comes down to yeah if you if you want to get good at trivia play trivia and watch trivia that's how yeah. you get better at it listen awesome. to podcasts about trivia right exactly yeah <laughs> oh yes do you have any trivia podcasts you can recommend other than ours um yes of course other than ours. Uh, absolutely we really like ken jennings podcast called omnibus and yep. it's not um it's called omnibus it's not specifically trivia like ours is questions but they talk about weird things that somehow seem to come up yeah, they just talk about like weird stories that are not well known, but they do come up with some frequency on on game shows. Um misinformation is good. Um if you're looking for 
like a, f- a more female oriented like the, it's like it's too, miss mi- yeah m-i-s-s space information um that People sort like of that relates one, back yeah. to what we were talking about about you know trying to improve representation they're really good about that oh, that's um cool. what else beat my guest is good yeah yeah those those are the ones that come to mind off the top of my head i guess yeah i mean there's a fair amount like if you go on twitter you know there's a bunch yeah but i like you know i like ours that it has the questions and then also like more information because a lot of them are either just trivia questions like a game show or just a story right yeah yeah i do i do like that format actually um i think it's fun because sometimes like you you're watching something it's like oh that's really interesting and then they just move on to the next thing and you're like oh (laughs) i would like to know more about that thing yeah yeah that's it's really good i enjoyed it a lot i'm gonna have to and i've not found any others any other podcasts that use that format i'm sure there must be others but i've tried to look for others like that and i cannot find any yeah so i guess if you listen to a combination you can get both yeah 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 Mm. i mean i i don't know if you're aware of no such thing as a fish um it's a it's a really good podcast it's not really it's not like trivia questions but basically what they do is there's four of them four co-hosts and they just like Every week they just find like a random fact and then they like present it and then they just talk about oh, it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've not yeah heard about that. it's it's really good. Um, I recommend it. It's super interesting. And it's just like weird, wacky stuff most of the time. Oh, another good one I just thought of is Drinkopedia. Um they <laughs> mm. each week so there's three hosts on that, and each week one of them just like presents a topic, sort of like what we do after our questions. Uh, except they're all drinking at the time, <laughs> uh, which is which is good fun. Which so. we only do occasionally. Nice. Right. <laughs> awesome. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. I'm going to have to check out some of those. Well, great. Is there anything else you'd like to chat about? We are coming up on time. I don't think so. No, I think we've covered it. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, this has been a joy and a pleasure to learn about trivia. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having uh, us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Of course. Is there anything else you'd like to plug at all where people can find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find us pretty much everywhere at Quiz and Hers. Yep. Q-U-I-Z-A-N-D-H-E-R-S. It's yep. a devilishly clever pun that Hallie came up with. <laughs> um, yeah, It's we're, great. Yeah, we're at, we're at Quiz and Hers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and also Pod, on all podcast what, platforms. Yeah, and whatever your preferred podcast app is, you can find us there as well. Yeah. Trivia is great. We love it. Beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, Justin and Hallie, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having um, us. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Anytime. We'll have to come back and talk football. (laughs) Yes. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. All right. Excellent. So that was Justin and Hallie. I really enjoyed hearing their perspective from a fandom that values facts over opinions. It was so fascinating to hear how they came up with good questions, and if you're smart enough, you can figure out the answer. My name is Karis. You can follow Journey Into Fandom on Twitter at J underscore Into Fandom, and I am at Karison Ford on Twitter. That is C-A-R-Y-S-S-O-N-F-O-R-D. Please also join the official Discord for all my podcasts, Kingdom Minds, Retrospective, and Journey into Fandom. Thank you for listening. Bye.